What do you do when you feel a cold coming on or an illness coming on? Do you reach for the bottle of aspirin? Do you call the 24-7 hotline that your doctor's office provides? Or maybe you have Teladoc and call that number? Or do you go to God in prayer, seeking healing from the divine physician himself? Well, you've come to the right place. We're going to talk about that. Welcome to Concafe. I'm Pastor Adi Valverde. We're looking at the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 29 to 39, and the New International Version of the Bible in a devotional that I'm calling, Come, Receive Healing Here. Hear now the word of God, verse 29. As soon as they, Jesus and the disciples, left the synagogue, they went with James and John to the home of Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they immediately told Jesus about her. So Jesus went to her, took her hand, and helped her up. The fever left her, and she began to wait on them. That evening, after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all the sick and demon-possessed. The whole town gathered at the door. And Jesus healed many who had various diseases. He also drove out many demons, but he would not let the demons speak because they knew who he was. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him. And when they found him, they exclaimed, Everyone is looking for you! Jesus replied, Let us go somewhere else, to the nearby villages, so I can preach there also. That is why I have come. So he traveled throughout Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons. Dear friends, this is the word of God for the people of God, and we say thanks be to God. Well, happy Monday, Concafe family. Today is the first day of February, year of our Lord 2021, and I pray this day prove to be your best day ever. We pray that you all had a wonderful weekend and that you enjoyed time with our God and worship, be it online or in person, and that that time provide blessings for you the rest of this week. Please continue to pray for those battling COVID, those who are receiving their vaccines, and those who are tending to the ill and afflicted. On a note of personal privilege, today Nellie and I rejoice for on this day some years ago, God blessed us with our firstborn named Nellie Maria Valverde, and now she's de Garcia. And we thank God for this wonderful daughter and her husband, George, and their three awesome children, Caleb Eradio, Eliana Beth, and Adabel Grace. We miss you and love you, girls, and happy birthday to our baby girl, Nellie. Well, if you're looking at the online uh, devotional, uh, usually I include a picture or a graphic of some sort, and today you'll see a photo that I took some years ago at the actual site, believed to be the actual home of Simon Peter, where this miraculous healing took place. Many men say this was a miracle because of the stereotypical attitude some men have toward their mothers-in-law, <clears throat> and healing is the last. Some, some men claim that they wouldn't want for their mother-in-law. Most of these guys are joking. They think highly of their mother-in-law, and I, I honestly can say that my mother-in-law was truly like a mom to me from the first moment I met her until her last dying breath. And she was just a loving, caring woman to me and to Nellie and to our girls. But as happened many times in the Holy Land, this actual site was deemed worthy of having a church built on top of it while preserving the archaeological site as well. We owe this to Constantine's mother, St. Catherine 
who, when she became a convert herself, traveled through the Holy Land, and wherever they showed her a holy site, she ordered that a church or cathedral be built there, and that's what happened. In the, sh in the picture, you see some gray beams, and you see some concrete structures. Those are the foundations of the church while preserving the house, which is under the church. The stones are uh, <clears throat> what are left of the home from this fourth, first century. The story, as told above, contains Mark's first recorded healings, and it's on a family member of one, if not his chief disciple. Given our current pandemic, we all know the severity of a fever or fever reading. Most of us have had multiple fever readings upon entering clinics or other establishments that administer them. And if you have a high fever reading, that may mean your entry to that establishment will be denied. And in the same way, a fever in those days was considered something very serious, as it is now, believing, or many believe, that a fever could indicate a deadly disease, much like it does now. Jesus, from this account, goes to her bed, takes her hand, and lifts her up from the bed, and the fever is gone. So strong was the healing that she began to serve the disciples food and drink. Somehow the word got out that Peter's mother-in-law was healed, and the town brought, quote, all the sick and demon-possessed. All of the town gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many who had various diseases. Please note, one way to read this is that not all were healed. This is important because we all know many who have prayed and did not receive the healing that they wanted or desired. The reasons are not known to us now, but we still trust God. Now, the evil spirits among those afflicted were driven out and were instructed not to speak because, quote, Mark says, they knew who he was, close quotes. This, to me, shows the level of complete defeat Jesus had over them. They were silenced a silenced enemy or a silenced foe is as low as it gets. You've been defeated completely. Don't say a word. The next morning, Jesus leaves the home alone and sought a place where he could connect with God. Please never forget that Jesus had two main holy habits. One was prayer. The other was worship. This fueled him and strengthened him much in the way they do to us now who practice them. The disciples, once they were awake, discovered Jesus is not with them and set out to find him. When they do, they began with the usual, everyone's looking for you, Jesus. And Jesus responds with what they did not expect him to say. He said they should go to another place, to the villages where he was not yet known and his work was not yet heard. Jesus explaining this was the reason for his time on earth. And the passage ends with Jesus going throughout Galilee, preaching and driving out demons. His was a mission to bring people to God and to make people whole. There exists today, dear friends, even today, a great need for the love and message of Jesus' love to be known among all of us. His message is still the only thing that will transform and mend hearts. The other part of Jesus' work was to drive out evil. Those who oppose God and God's work face a losing situation. God will win out. Hear that again. God will win out, and God's goodness and peace will prevail in the world. It is our job to help facilitate that message and work. Are you so disposed? Are you willing? Let's pray. Father, as you search our hearts, help us drive out hatred and evil from our thoughts, our words, and our actions and feelings. Make us people of purity and peace. 
Fill our hearts with love for you and for yours. Fill our mind with thoughts of goodness and kindness and use our hands to help and to heal. This we pray in Christ Jesus' strong name. Amen. Well, dear listener, thank you for joining in. I pray that you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. And here's our assignment. May we speak life to all we meet today. That's what we are called to do. Speak life to all we meet today. Receive my blessings of peace and love, and I pray that you will be a wonderful blessing to someone today. May the Lord bless you and keep you. I'm Pastor Adi Verde. God bless you.